The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town Friday, Fireball Friday, the weekend's ready to kick off. 888-346-9144 is the number to call in, dial in on show. We are, uh, well, I'm live today here. Demi Lachey, Kwame Lasseter, Dougie B is out for today, so it's only up to me to hold it down for you. Uh, the biggest news yesterday that jumped off was the firing Bulls head coach. I know that was kind of a breaking news that popped off. Um yeah, that just popped off yesterday while we were in the studio, but we didn't get a chance to run around on it. But we're going to pick up on it. We also have Mr. George here calling on the lines. George, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Hey, man. Hey, it's good to hear from you, Mr. Cheese. How's uh, how's life in Indiana? I know you're calling out from a far distance, and we appreciate that. But, hey, man, it's good to hear from you, my brother. Nice hearing to you from too, brother. Man, but nothing's going on in Indiana just so... Nice, hot, humid day. Yeah. Nothing huh, special, though. How's life in Arizona? It's hot. It's hot every day. Take away, take away the humidity, and it's just dry heat. But life, life is good. Life is, life is going really well right now. Uh, yesterday, man, I'm glad you're calling in on the show. This here, George Cheesebro, my former teammate down at Indiana State University, home of uh, Larry Bird and, and, and other things. Um, <laughs> George, man. Yesterday, I want to hear your perspective because I know you're a huge basketball fan. You played basketball growing up with you back in Indianapolis. And uh, your perspective on Tom Thibodeau, Tom Thibodeau getting uh, fired yesterday. Uh, hey, you know, yo, yo, first of all, you, you, you're making a lot of noise in the background. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Is this better? Yeah, that's, that's, that's way better. Okay, I have my headphones then. <laughs> well, uh, you know... You know, Tom, you know, he's a great coach. But uh, at this point, I think it's just time for the Bulls to have a, you know, a new look, new perspective, a new voice. Uh, you know, he's been there. He's, he's been there for four-plus years. Definitely uh, changed, changed things around. But just couldn't get him over that hump. Yeah. And I just think, it's, you know, it's time for him to get to a new, new team, a new face. And I think it's time for Bulls to hear, you know, uh, hear things from a different perspective at this point. Man, I, okay, I agree. I agree to your points. I agree. The Bulls is ready for a new face at the head coach position. It is that time to make that move. But at the same time, man, honestly, when when this news jumped out to me, even when the, all the rumors was coming out, I was I wasn't really buying into it. I was like, "Are you kidding me? Like Tom Thibodeau, really? The guy who saved the Bulls since Jordan time, since the Jordan era, the guy who developed Derrick Rose into you know an MVP player to." Who made Joe Kim no relevant? Because when he came into the NBA, I, I was not sold on it. But um, 
once I heard the rumors and then for, for them to actually fire him, I was I was a bit shocked. I was kind of surprised. Um, I think a guy's head coaches who haven't won championships, kind of a guy like a Jerry Sloan for Utah, uh, George Carl, just names that of big time coaches where you know you just don't see them really going anywhere who have a a long career for one organization. And I thought Tom Thibodeau was that guy, is that guy. Whoever picks him up next, I mean. He's one of the best. He's top, top three coaches in the NBA, hands down. Hands down. And for them to get like fire him, it's just I, I'm not too sold on it from a Chicago Bulls standpoint. I mean, you talk about a guy who had to deal with his MVP player out day after day, season after season. Hell, you, you, the fans would just get happy with him just walking on the court and – that's the team that he was dealt with with no superstar, just a bunch of guys ready to play, you know, defense, ready to play for a huge or big-time organization thanks to the likes of Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen and Phil Jackson. But, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm, t- I'm surely shocked because he was one of the best coaches in the Eastern Conference, let alone the NBA. Very true. Uh, but, I mean, as you know, you know, it, it is a business move. Uh, and and, and then the way this world works is, you know, what have you done for me lately? Right. And, uh, you know, I mean, just, you know, he, he hasn't got over LeBron James, you know, wall. Mm-hmm. I mean, point blank period. Uh, you know, just to give testify to, you know, LeBron's greatness. But, you know, uh, I mean, you really can't. I mean, it's very shocking and it's still shocking. But at the same time, I understand. And, and also, I think, I think it was, I think he personally wanted a move also. You know, just just to be honest with you, uh, I don't know what they got to do with that franchise and that organization. You know, what's what's the next move they should make? But I, I mean, obviously, you know, it starts with the coach, and after these past what since '08, Derrick Rose right. uh, won the MVP. Right. Uh, you know, they've been they've been at this wall now. You know, so uh, it's just time it's just time for a change. Uh, you know. Right. Okay. All right, man. I, I, I mean, I, I'm not too sold on it, but you know, I can't. I'm not the Bulls organization. I, I'm not the GM, so it is what it is. Um, I mean, who, who else can you think of? Just out of the big coaching names that are not, uh, you know, head coaches right now. I mean, you got Frank Lawrence out there. You have Mark Jackson. You have uh, Alvin Gentry. I mean, it's some big time names that can fill in that position of the Bulls organization. Right, I mean, right, you're right. Who, yeah. I mean, where, 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 who, who you know can step in Thibodeau's shoes? Because that's, I ain't gonna lie to you, George. To me, in my perspective, that is not a talented team. You got an old pal Gasol. Joe Kim Noah, I'm just not sold on. I think he just needs to take off and go because he's he, he's messing up Derrick Rose's success. Um, Derrick Rose was battling injuries. Jimmy Butler ready to sign a new contract. They're gonna sign him to a max deal. I, I, I know they are. They have to. Um, they better. Yeah, <laughs> or he's coming to hunt them for life. Um, but, I mean, you, you got a lot of lot of big situation going on in Chicago right now where you don't even know if you get your whole team back. Your coaching staff is gone. It's rumors, you know, Dwayne Wade is probably not going to go back to Miami and him and Pat Riley. He could make that jump back home to Chicago. I mean, where, what direction do you see them going in with the whole new Man. face of a head coach coming at him? Honestly, I have no idea. You know, I, I was thinking about that the other day, mm-hmm. and 
And I just, and you know, it's just, it's up for grabs. I, you know, I really don't know where, you know, what the direction they're going, honestly. And, and you know, it all, it all starts with the coach. So, right. Uh, you know, just the coach's philosophy. You know, I really don't see Mark Jackson going there just because he's a defensive-minded coach uh-huh. also. And, you know, that's the same type of coach they just have had, you know, defensive mind. And... I don't know, man. I that, don't know. Like, that, was a, that, that was a very interesting point you just made there. That defensive mind, you can't bring in the same type of structure. You know, if you're ready to take it on to the next level, I agree with that. You got to do something different. Absolutely. I agree with that. So, we'll see. Tom Thibodeau, he ain't going to be coachless for long. I'm going to tell you that now. Hopefully, he get that spot uh, down there in New Orleans and make Anthony Davis into, a, into the MVP oh, yeah. player that he – He's prized to be because he he and shocked. That's why I see him best fitting, honestly. Yeah, I mean he he, he shocks some faces. So yeah, we we on uh <laughs> we in studio Demi Lachey. We got George Cheesebro here on the on the airs, man. This guy right here is one of the best guys I ever talked. See, I don't talk to a lot of individuals. It's because it's only because I I don't judge, but at the same time, if you Talk to me about some interesting things that I've never heard about. You can put it in your own perspective. George Cheesebro is one of those guys in my lifetime where he say some things I never heard before off the wall, but he back it up. And, you know, I tune into it. So that's why I give him the outright and respect to call in on the show at any time. 888-346-9144 is the number to dial in. Now, George, what you got going on right now? I know, you know, you, you doing the coaching thing back at uh, – that so-called powerhouse of Warren Central football. Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Located in Indianapolis, so-called. Uh, over, I don't know. I have my, <laughs> I have my opinions. You know, everybody's tied to their own opinions. But what else good you got going on, man? I know you, you're a busy guy back in Indianapolis, man. It's a lot going on right now. It's the summertime. Uh, nothing much, man. I've actually uh, had my little man. Uh, he's a uh, wait. He was born May 16th at 8.58 in the morning. So I'm just now experiencing fatherhood. <laughs> Welcome. No, <laughs> that's awesome, man. Congrats <laughs> on that. Congrats on that. Um, so right now, um, you know, the NFL going through their OTAs. And I know that same deal at the high school level, you all have your all summer workouts. As a coach perspective, I know this is, what, year two for you going in. But, I mean, you, you're a smart guy. You played – you know, D- Division One football with me. Um, you know, at this time of season, where do you focus on in a game of football? Of where your team at? Where those guys coming from? Especially the young guys ready to step up to bigger roles. Uh, what what mindset or what what are you going through now, right now, to prepare these guys for the summer? Because you know, I didn't. I, I'm gonna tell you the truth. I mean, back in high school, I didn't prepare for the summer. You know, the way I should. I was, you know, busy worrying about basketball or the next sport or getting a job or, you know, just enjoying life, just going on vacations. But, you know, by the time college came around is when I really focused down, like, okay, I could tear it up in the summer. Right now, this is the off season to, like, get after it. Is that the mindset that you're trying to structure into these younger guys? Because, you know, they, they don't have that mindset. They don't have that luxury. You know, it's it's different. Uh, Yes. Yeah, I, I definitely, we definitely from being a, you know, a former college athlete and playing for Warren Central, yeah. you know, the school that I'm coaching for. Who cares? I, you definitely have to give them insight on, you know, what to expect and what to do and how to get better. Because a, a lot of kids don't – it's not that they don't want to get better. It's necessarily they just don't know actually know what they should be doing to get better. 
Right. And that's what, and that's why, and that's what you know your role is as a former athlete, former player. You know, is to school them and you know teach these kids how to how to be professional. Yeah, and how to get to the next level. Mm-hmm. And it's just all about giving back. Yeah, I I agree with that. I mean, you you've done a tremendous job to go back to where you you know where your roots was made and to give back to give you know to, to show guys you know where you've been and you know get into perspective and. Sh- teach them, to, you know, the right goals and everything. Because I know it's more than just coaching. I know it's more than just football or sports. It's oh, man, dealing with life. school and personal life. How are those conversations, you know, because you used to hear them back when you was in high school. How's that feeling, you know, giving it right back? And, you know, are these kids, are they picking up on it? Man, actually, it's it's amazing because they, because we're so close in age. I'm only, I'm, I like I like to get these guys, but they're my younger brothers. Mm-hmm. So, you know they li- they they listen to you differently than they listen to you know a older a older coach and the fact that I'm actually from the same place and same side of town they are and I oh, walk yeah. the same streets you know the same halls and they just they buy in just a little differently it's really hard to explain but mm-hmm. you know you you feel the engagement with you know with your players and your and your students and it, like I said it's just a wonderful feeling just to know that. You're out here doing something, you know, productive in the world, and right. that, you know, to, uh, our future is, you know, it's placed in our youth's hands. And if, if the youth is jacked up, then you know the future is jacked up. So, you know, the first thing to do is, to, you know, focus on our youth, and that's what I enjoy. Okay, yeah, I mean, I agree with that. You made strong points there, man. I mean, the youth is, you know, the next generation, the next spectrum. And, you know, to follow a guy, like, in your own footsteps, I mean, it's amazing for you to go back, you know, touch tones with them because you've been where they are at. They, you've been, you know, on their level as well. So that's 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 amazing. Um, I want to touch up on this uh, real quick before we take a break. We had a break in about uh, four minutes. The, the talk's about, you know, the, the running back position. You, you being a former running back, it's a lot of mess going on up there in uh, Minnesota with the Minnesota Vikings. And Mr. Adrian Peterson uh, yesterday ran off on Twitter. I mean, he he went off 11 straight t- tweets. I mean, back to back to back. Basically, his whole concept is, you know, as a running back, as a face of the franchise of where I put you all at now, I'm, I need a guaranteed contract. I need some type of guarantee for me to stay here in Minnesota, you know, for additional years or for life. And, you know, the Vikings are pretty much downplaying it right now, which is not fair. I mean, wh- how do you feel about that um, as a running back, as, you know, as an Adrian Peterson? You know, you looked up to him even through his own situation that he had last season where he was suspended. And the Vikings are holding that over over his head, which is not, you know, it's not fair. But this guy is sitting out OTAs, sitting out on his money right now. Uh, he just wants, you know, a guarantee. How do you feel about that, especially at the running back position where these guys are just not getting paid like they used to? Um, you know, I kind of, I don't really even know how to really put that in the words, but, you know, the best thing I can say (laughs) is, is that, uh, how do I put this? It's it's tough, man. I mean, like, I mean, be be straight up. See, this, this is what we like to do here, George. Let me, let me give you a little, little knowledge on the, uh, Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk. See, we, we, we not know. We don't do the numbers, you know. We don't we don't hold back. We we gotta uh-huh. watch our we gotta watch our language, but you know we don't hold back. You know we just talk about straight up because you know Kwame being a former NFL, you know double digit NFL player, um, 
You know, he's been there. You know, I've been there. I right. play high level football. I've you know, I've been into round sports and radio. So we kind of get well, that whole background perspective. You know, we just like, to, you know, we, we're not into the numbers. You know, it's something different. It's a different type of flow around here. So, I mean, right, you know, we like to right, keep it well, straight up and be like, you know what, AP, you know, you can you can talk about it. In my perspective, you can talk about it all you want, you know, about guarantee. But you knew what you was getting yourself into. You knew no one, especially at the running back position around, nobody had guaranteed contracts. Whether it's before you, after you, right now this is not happening. Find another way. He needs to get back on the field and prove. You know, I mean, he already, he has already proven himself, even after a torn ACL running for 2,000 yards. He's proven. Um, right. But at this same situation, I mean, get back. I, I would think, you know, for him, his hunger to come back. I know nothing's guaranteed, but you still have about 12 to $15 million that you're playing for right now. You right. Know? And, I mean, I don't think I can really say, in, in my opinion, man, is, is like how things are going in, you know, America right now. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, because, I mean, it's Adrian Peterson at the end of the day, so he shouldn't even have to really ask for anything. But since mm-hmm. you are uh, an African-American male and you have made a mistake, now we can make things, we can make life 10 times more difficult for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. That's that's, and, that's an interesting subject, but go ahead, continue that. And that's where I, because... Uh, I mean, he's done enough. I mean, you know, he, I, I'm not going to say he's. He, you, you can never do enough, but he's earned. He's earned the right to have guaranteed money. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, definitely mm-hmm. for the franchise he came in with, and he's still at. And he's, you know, it just so happened that you know he's made a mistake, and now he's reaping all the consequences from the mistakes that you know he made. Mm-hmm. And that may just comes with making life that more much more much more difficult for you. Right. And then you have guys who grew up watching Adrian Peterson, even, um, you know, kids who you are coaching now out there in Indianapolis. I mean, we got a minute before break, but how do you – do these kids, like, talk about everything that's going on in the NFL? Do they understand, you know, the limelight or what's going on? Um, You know, in my opinion, none of those kids can possibly understand that type of situation until you actually get out into the world and experience things for yourself. You know, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you're a kid, and yeah, he's not playing because X, Y, and Z. But you don't really understand the 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 magnitude of the consequence, or you know, the consequences that you can you know receive. Mm-hmm. Right, and I agree with that. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break here. Um, coming up after the break, we're gonna discuss you know these NBA finals, man. NBA finals is live. Uh, everybody oh, predictions. <laughs> Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna discuss a little bit about that. Also, the NHL, I mean, is coming down to it. Game seven, I believe, tonight. Kwame uh, Lasseter, Sports Talk, man. We'll be right back. This is Jerome Buda Daniels. You're listening to Kwame Lasseter, Sports Talk, with Damarie Lachey and Doug Bremer. They know about this sports thing. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. 
You are going global with gas. Man. Is that Matt the intern? That's here. Look, I made this show. Dude, you totally made it, man. You were doing the Big Brother tryout today. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Kevin. Yeah, go ahead, Matt. All right, let's come on. Let's play drug code. Where'd you learn that, Cheech? Drug school. Uh, we're going to play some porno music or not. And this is the game that we play that you're going to hear some music, and it's either from a porno or it's not. Live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific time on the VoiceAmerica.com variety channel. Going global with gas. Man, how the hell do they know that I got gas? Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Hi, this is Jake the Snake Plumber. You're listening to Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk with Demery Lachey and Doug Bremer. They're legit. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Hey, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back in Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk, live in studio, Demi Lachey. Here with my good friend, my brother, old teammate, Mr. George Cheeseboro. Cheese, they like to call him Cheese. I don't know why. Cheese stinks to me, but it's, it's, just, it's just his swag. I can't take it away from him. But Mr. Cheese is here on the line, on the airs with us. Edit, calling on the way back from Indian, Indianapolis, Indiana. Where is, what? Come on. Stand up. Now, George, I mean, this here is a global network. So, therefore, it's picked up not only throughout the country, but also throughout the whole world itself. So, uh, we appreciate, you know, you calling in. I mean, it's a fun deal. Uh, you were talking about it off air. You know, this is a fun perspective thing to pick up. And, you know, um, man, it, it, it's fun. I like to get you involved more and often, uh, you know, because I know you, me and you go back and forth texting all the time about, you know, what's going on in sports and life. I mean, whatever it is. And that's what we like to talk about here, you know. Uh, in studio all the time, man. We just like to talk about, you know, stay away from the numbers game a little bit because you hear that all the time elsewhere. I mean, here we just like to keep it real, talk about life, talk about discussions. I mean, we have, you know, a lot of other deals that we're getting involved with that's about to jump off here soon as well. So uh, I'd love to get you a part of it, man, because you, you're a smart guy. You're a smart individual when you want to be. So <laughs> when you want to be. Nah, but that's awesome, man. Um so what's the buzz going around in Indianapolis, man? I'm gonna tell you one thing. I was highly disappointed. Uh, we're talking. Uh, let's talk NBA a little bit. I was highly disappointed in my uh, Indiana Pacers. They let me down. They was giving me hard time day in day out in this studio. I was I was trying to back 
back my boys up the best way I could, but they let me down there, man. Uh, what's how, how, so? How's the buzz? Because the last couple of years, Indianapolis, Indiana Pacers, you know, they were fighting number one, number two seed in the East, going toe to toe with LeBron, and you know his entourage, whether it's in Miami or Cleveland. What what was? How's the buzz there nowadays? You know, now that they didn't make the playoffs, and when I think it's about five years now. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a while. Are they but, losing um, their fan base? Uh, I won't say they were losing their fan base, but I will say that the buzz has died down, just because more so, you know, you know, of course we didn't make the playoffs, and then. You know, the buzz, you know, all the, the new trades for football, you know, took all the kind of the buzz away from basketball and, you know, put all the limelight on football this next upcoming season. Oh, that's always, with, yeah. With our with our pickups. But on the other hand, though, with basketball, you know, you know, injuries, you know, can make or break a team. And it just happened, you know, this year was our injury bug year, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, we lost Lance Stevenson. You know, he was our X factor, which is a, you know, a huge crucial loss. But, you know, we're losing, you know, Paul George for majority of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, um, point guard. Yeah, George Hill. George Hill, he you missed, know. Yeah, he missed a lot of time as well. Injured, you know, majority of the year. You know, just an injury bug year. And, you know, Roy Hibbert hasn't been the Hibbert from two years ago. Oh, my goodness. He's a bum. Um, He's a bum. Yeah. Yes, yes, he is. <laughs> He's definitely He's a bum. Uh, I I just don't under, I don't want to speak on that. Just I will leave it at that topic. <laughs> yeah, you I'm might have to see him in the bum. streets. You might have to see. I'm out in Arizona, baby. I can I can talk. He's a bum. <laughs> you might you might see his seven two self in uh in the streets out there. So uh uh no man. I mean you know out here I've been trying to you know I've been trying to keep it you know keep them backed up. They give me a hard time with my coats too, man. But coats made a lot of strong moves. A lot of big moves, Tease. A lot of big moves it's, this year. It's it's a buzz. It was already a buzz going on with Andrew Luck, who I believe is the one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. I'm talking top three, top you know, top five. I mean, hands down, I'm taking Luck over a lot of these veterans right now. Um, right now, he has some some weapons that came to town. Some strong pieces. I mean, you know, these guys aren't just good. Football players like you know, like like a Mike Wallace. Mike Wallace is a good football player. Is he a strong football player? Is he a pro? Is he a professional? I'm not sure. I'm not too sold on it. Um, guy like Andre Johnson is a strong, powerful football player. Individual still has that yeah. juice. I think in this, he had a couple hamstring injuries his last couple of seasons, but no, he that talent is still there. Then you got a guy Frank Gore. That offense is built. Fairly strong. Philip Dorsett drafted first round. I was a little shaky from day one once I seen him. I was like, man, they picked out a receiver for their number one draft pick. This is a guy that's supposed to be around for life after having drafted another guy the year before and then already having T.Y. Hilton and bringing in Andre Johnson. You bring in another wide receiver, your number one pick. I was a little skeptical about that, but now I'm sitting back and I'm like, you know what? They have a dominant threat in that slot position, in which the NFL is transitioning to. If you have a strong slot receiver, you will dominate on offense, in which the Colts was missing that playmaker. You know, because, I mean, Frank Gore, he's going to bring that power for one run game. Philip Dorsett is a playmaker. So that it's going to be fun to watch that built around what they have now with Cody Fleener, Dwayne Allen, that tight end position. Uh, Coast Nation is standing up on that offensive perspective right now I think it's the best offense on paper in my opinion even before taking a one snap but 
What about that defense? <laughs> no Man. big moves. Were, I mean, they bought back Mike Adams, who was a Pro Bowl. You know, I think I thought that was okay. I thought that was a smart move. And they brought in Trent Cole, a veteran on the defense end. What about that? Is that defense is the only thing that's holding them back? You do you think? Uh, at this point, uh, yes, honestly. Uh, I mean, our offense could have played better. At, you know, at times too. Uh, we're not going to put it. You know, it's a team game at the end of the day. But you know, well, that's because they had defense, that that bum in the backfield in Trent Richardson. I'm so happy they got rid of that guy. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We had big expectations for him, and he all uh, and he really screwed us in the long run. <laughs> but we will say this though. I, this is one thing I will testify, and I mean numbers don't lie. Well, you know, Coach were the number. Uh, Andrew Luck was the most rushed, the most uh, hit, and if I'm not mistaken, almost the most sacked quarterback in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know, with anything in football, if you're if the tip of the sword, meaning the offensive line and the defensive line, mm-hmm. isn't up to par, then no one stands a chance. And mm-hmm. that's one thing I question right now is how is our offensive line mm-hmm. going to, you know, how how are we going to protect and how are we going to come up on one uh, blocks, you know? So right. that's what I'm that's what I'm waiting to see this upcoming year, honestly, mm-hmm. just because I know our skilled players, what they do. Mm-hmm. I know we, we know that from, you know, their history. But what we don't see is what we don't pay attention to is, is what the offensive line is doing. And, you know, that's that's very important. Mm hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, having, having, yeah, it starts up front. Having to deal with, you know, a strong offensive line to protect Andrew Luck, who can produce a strong running game, is very vital and important to the Colts' offense. I mean, they have the weapons around, and now it's just time to see what's going on up front. Same deal on the defensive end. If you get a good rush, I mean, I know they're getting uh, Robert Mathis back from injury, and uh, Trent Cole is also at a rush position. Um, but if those guys don't set the tone up front, then they're going to struggle in the back end of things. Um, now, I know, you know, OTAs is going on, and I know Warren Central, sometimes they get the key to the city. I don't know why or what reasonings. Um, but <laughs> do you, at any chance, I mean, do you have the luxury or the uh, chance to just go down to the OTAs to go see these guys practice? I know from a coaching standpoint, maybe to pick up on ideas on, you know, secondary, because I know that's your forte right now. Um do you get a chance to uh, go down there, use your key to the city, quote unquote, and go check out the OTAs yet? No, I haven't actually got a chance to. Uh huh. Honestly, yeah, I haven't. I've been so focused on just we got a young group this year. Mm-hmm. You know, a very young group. We lost seven seniors uh, last year in the secondary alone, mm-hmm. and we got all new starters this year, all four. We go. Uh, oh wow. We run up. Yeah, so two new safeties and two new corners. So just picking up, I, teaching them the game of football mm-hmm. is the biggest thing right now. Mm-hmm. You know, because it doesn't matter how talented you are. It doesn't matter, you know, how tough you are. If you don't know the game of football and you don't understand schemes, then you're not going to be successful, definitely in 2015. Yeah. You know, this, this football is a lot more advanced now. And unfortunately for them, they – they they got a big target on their back. They keep a big weight on their shoulders. I mean, coming from not not necessarily as a coach who's there, like in your eyes and your vision, but you know the outsiders, the media. I know how Indianapolis likes to rave up. You know that Warren Central every year, that powerhouse name. It's it's highly respected. It's on. It's an honor. You know 
to have that. Yeah. So um, is that a distraction towards them, or are they ready to, like, you know, live? Because that's, that's pretty tough shoes. You got a whole new starting four secondary. You got to step up, you know, and keep that name, you know, not yep. necessarily for themselves, but it's just what it is. It's not their fault, you know. Yeah, but, you're right. I mean, honestly, at this point, you know, I think from being when you come through a warm program and you know what you're getting yourself into, it's almost like expected. Mm-hmm. Like it's like it's time now. It's like this is what you've been waiting on. Okay. Um, but you know, it, it's a gift and a curse. You know, it can okay. either, you know it can either make you or break you. You mm-hmm. know, it can make you it can make you you know a better player or it can make you fold under pressure at the same time. You know, you mm-hmm. really can't determine how a uh, a, a 14, 15-year-old, you know, kid is going to act under those types of conditions. Right, right, absolutely. Only thing you can, only thing you can do is, you know, kind of sit back and watch and, you know, see how, see what type of character this person really is. Because when, 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 when crucial, when crucial times come, come around, mm-hmm. people show their true colors. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I'm taking notes here right now. I'm ready to send it over to the Lawrence North email. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I'm joking. But uh, no, that's that's some real true stuff, man. That's awesome because you know it's a lot of pressure playing that. You know, and that's any state, anywhere. I mean, every state has that national powerhouse program where well, they got to live up to that at the age of fifteen, sixteen. Because it's almost kind of like a like a Jameis Winston standpoint. You got to be a grown up at a kid's age. You know, you got to be people put you in that perspective. You know, on that on that pedestal. When you're at the age of 18, 19, I mean, it already starts in, in high school. Even worse, when you're at 15, 16, 17 years old, you're on a pedestal. Now you got to be a grown-up. You can't even enjoy yourself being a kid. You know, not necessarily being a kid because it is time for you to grow up, but at the same time, you got to switch into, like, a businessman already. Little do yeah. they know that, but it's, you know, your businessman. You're, you're, you're making your own brand now. It starts now. And, you're right. You know, they. I think if – Younger guys focus on that, like, yo, I got to start now my brand. That doesn't mean I got, you know, I I can't go hang out with my boys. I can't go, you know, hang out with my game. But I got to make sure if I really want to do this, you know, I'm focusing on my craft first, making sure school is taken care of, and, you know, putting my name out there because I'm starting my brand. I'm starting my uh, my recruitment now. So uh, that's a lot. That's that's. That's a lot to focus on, especially at a powerhouse like that. But you know, you all you all do it. You all teach them kids well, man. It's it's amazing, year after year, where you guys sit at with that. So uh, definitely props to that. Um, we got a couple minutes before break. Um, you know, we're gonna touch up on a little bit going into the finals here, man. Uh, you know, we, me and you've been texting about it along with our friends out there in the in the Bay Area. Um, you know, they they're huge. Fans of these Golden State Warriors, I, I was, you know, I, I was quoted on, you know, stating that this Golden State Warriors team they will never reach the NBA Finals. And the reason why I was saying that because they shoot the ball too dang on much, and you know you're gonna have off nights. Clearly, these guys don't have off nights too often. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's set in stone. These guys are touched. I mean, from Stephen MVP Curry. All the way down to Harrison Barnes jump shots to Andre Iguodala. I mean, everybody's shooting the ball. It, it's ridiculous, and everybody's on point. It, it's crazy. I mean, that, that built up of the chemistry has came along for time after time, and it's a great deal to see that you know here now. Put it all together, reaching the finals. Uh, I know you've been you've been rooting for this guy, Steph Curry. You've been pushing him, 
I mean, you play point guard, so is is that the kind of feeling where this is all this is coming from, all this, you know, fandom? Or you just respect this guy's game? I mean, hands down. Uh, um, no, I mean, honestly I've always respected his game since he's came from Davidson. Mm-hmm. And, you know, from when he came from college. Hold on one moment, oh <laughs> Man, always got something going on. So Jeez, man. <laughs> Must dealing with must dealing with the baby issues, but Hello. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. Put but, the baby um, down, yeah, man. You know, Put the baby down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, you know, Steph is uh, in, in my opinion, one of the most skillful players I've ever seen play the game. Okay. Uh, he's not the biggest, not the quickest, not the strongest, but you know, basketball is a skilled sport, and he defines skill even with you know dribbling, shooting, basketball IQ, mm-hmm. and. When you look at that team, I mean, I just looked at that's well. First, let's give credit to Mark Jackson because you know he definitely noted that team. Ooh, you touched the, the vein. Today. You t- hey, keep preaching, man. You touched the vein. Go ahead. So let's give credit to him. Thank you. Secondly, you got to give credit to Steve Kerr with this offensive what? genius with uh, giving you know uh, combining two offenses. You know he played under uh, Phil Jackson and. Uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, Spurs coach, uh, dang, uh, Popovich, Pop. There we go, Pop. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know he he's 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 been, he played under the best two coaches, you know, mm-hmm. arguably in the history of basketball. Yeah, and absolutely. For for him to you know he just basically put his own spin onto what was already there, which was a already well groomed put together machine with chemistry, and. Uh, I want to give credit to also the GM for building that team, you know, through draft. They they drafted that team. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got to give credit to, to the players also. You know what? Just yeah. by, you know, from them growing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clay Thompson, that's not the Clay from last year. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely not the Steph Curry from last year. You know, yeah. And that just goes to, you know, hard work, dedication right there. You know what, we're going we gonna to pick up on this after the break. We're going to take another break here. Uh, we're going to pick up, you know, this chemistry, where this team came from, along with the Cleveland, because, you know, they, they came in a whole other direction. So, yeah, we're going to talk about this in our last segment co- coming up. Kwame Lasseter, Sports Talk Show. We'll be right back. for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Hi, this is Jake the Snake Plumber. You're listening to Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk with Demery Lachey and Doug Bremer. They're legit. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Hi, this is Larry Sinners. You're on Sports Talk. Kwame Lasseter with Demi Lachey and Doug Bramer. 
These guys know sports. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Yeah. Hey. Hey, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back into the last segment. Cheese, what you got going on, man? You making a lot of noise in the background. Talk, talk to my guy. You making a lot of noise in the background. No, welcome back. Last segment, Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. Live in studio, Demi Lachey. We got Mr. Cheese here on the line calling all the way from Indianapolis, Indiana, the heart of the Midwest from, from what I heard. Uh, you know, going into the break, man, we were discussing, you know, coming – Coming into the NBA Finals, two teams, two with two different backgrounds, two totally different backgrounds, with you know the Golden State Warriors, what they were built up on, where they came from. You gave a lot of kudos to to Mark Jackson, which I agree with that. I agree with that point. You know, stronger than ever. I agree with that. I still believe you know this is Mark Jackson's team. Just uh, Steve Kerr is filling in the shoes for right now. Um, same deal, kind of when Tony Dungy. You know, built that Tampa Bay Bucks team. Exactly. And then, uh, what's my guy name? Um, Gruden came in and just Gruden came in and just won the Super Bowl, won the championship. You know, off of Tony got Tony Dungy's guy because he picked him up from. You know, he built that team. I mean, it, you know, the Warren Saps, the uh, that whole organization. He built that. Same deal out here with uh, Stephen Curry and them boys. Mark Jackson put Curry at a high level from day one. Then he brings in, you know, he drives, he takes a guy like Draymond Green. And honestly, when Draymond Green, you know, we watched him so much in the Midwest. With him yeah. playing at Michigan State, every game, I'm like, man, this guy's the best player on the court. He's about 6'7", 280, and he's the best player. How is this guy so good? And, you know, for, it, then for him to get into the NBA, it was like, okay, he's not going to pan out. There's no way. You just look at a guy like Draymond Green, like, there's no way. What position are you going to play? And for Mark Jackson to turn him into the beast of Draymond, and Draymond gave so much credit to uh, Mark Jackson. He went up and hugged him after the game because uh, Mark Jackson was broadcasting the game. Uh, game was game five. And he came up to him, gave him a hug. You know, dang near had tears in his eyes. You know, it was crazy. And, you know, he took Draymond's game to a whole nother. Now Draymond's about to get cast out and have a career in the NBA. And, as, you know, just looking at that whole team be put together, the same deal with Klay Thompson, picking up his defensive efforts, because he came in and he was just a shooter. That was it. Just shoot the ball, Klay. Now he's one of the best defenders, uh, perimeter uh, def- defenders in the NBA. It's so crazy to see that team gel together. And now it, it's a great deal to see these guys, you know, finally get to live it up. Because a lot of guys are coming up in their last year in their contracts or last, you know, two years. I don't think that Warriors team will be, you know, put together. These guys aren't going to have that, that uh, you know, that run kind of like keep keeping the team like a San Antonio Spurs, like that team together. This team is going to break apart. A lot of guys are watching these guys, these individuals play. And it's it's a shame because they look so well together. And, you know, they're going to go right. their different ways after this season, whether the championship or not. This team is going to be broken apart, and and it's nothing to it. I mean, they just can't afford to keep all these guys there. So, uh, it's a great deal, to, you know, to see these guys, see where they came from. The likes of Mark Jackson. Now you got Steve Kerr. Um, 
What do you? So what's your final? What What do you see these guys predicted in these NBA finals against you know some guys who've been champions on on the Cleveland side of things? Um, in my opinion, like I call. I mean, as you know, I've been preaching Warriors, 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 and yeah. even before the playoffs. You've started, been, yeah, you've been Cheese A Smith, right? It, yeah, just just because I I could <laughs> I could see the chemistry, you know, I could see the team unity, mm-hmm. you know. This is this wasn't just uh, a player going ISO and you know playing one against five and you know them getting by. Mm-hmm. This was a real team, and not only they a real team, they're. You know, ten deep in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can play any type of ball that you want to play, big, small. And when you when you got guys like Clay Thompson and Steph Curry that can shoot the lights out, mm-hmm. uh, you're just dangerous. You know, they're the most efficient, you know, team in the NBA, most uh, defensive efficient team in the NBA, and. You know, they're just scary, man. It scary. is. I, I really, I really don't see Cleveland. I mean, I, I don't. I really say I don't know who's going to win this series, just because when you got LeBron James, LeBron James, and <laughs> when you got the best player in the world on your team, you know anything's possible. So I won't put anything past him. But as we saw last year, you know the best player in the world can have an excellent game, but if you can stop the players around him then, you know, it shows you that this is a true team sport and not just a, a one-on-one matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I agree with that. And it, it, it's it's crazy. Um, as the last couple of years have been going on, we've watched the revolution of Steph Curry. Like, you, you, you touched that point on that, where he's came from and where he's at now. I think this is the best matchup everyone wanted to see in an NBA Finals match, seeing LeBron James, the king, quote-unquote King James, going against, you know, Mr. Chef Curry with the shot. It's This is what people wanted to see before the playoff, before the, when Cleveland put this whole bandwagon team together. Um, people wanted to see, you know, him and Steph Curry go at it because they, they said, I mean, this guy is the best basketball player who cannot be guarded skill-wise. LeBron James is a powerful individual, uh, but, you know, he's not going to knock down so many jump shots as a Steph Curry, but he can take it to the to the cup against anyone. This is the matchup I think everyone wanted to see, but outside of, you know, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, I think year after year in and year out, everybody wants to see that matchup at the end. Um, You're right. But now Steph Curry has put himself up there at a, at a whole nother level. I mean, like you said, this guy – this guy has the flick of the wrist like no other. I mean, like I've never seen him before, and I hate it. <laughs> like, how are you that good at shooting the dang on basketball? You know, exactly. game in and game out, night in, night after night. It's 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 amazing to see that. So this matchup here, it's going to be Curry versus LeBron. We're going to see that matchup in, you know, they, we're going to see that matchup, period. LeBron James is going to have to guard Steph Curry more than, you know, uh, more than one quarter throughout this whole series. It's going to be a fun matchup, I think. I think it's a matchup to set for the future. You have LeBron James who's going home, you know, how they put their whole team together. J.R. Smith, he's actually playing with a lot of confidence. He's playing more mature. Iman Shumpert is out there talking trash now. Like, when did, when did you ever see him talk in New York? Never. But that's the confidence that you see LeBron build upon his team. Um, same deal 
with uh, bringing in, you know, a guy like Mozgov. He was known for getting dunked on by uh, Blake Griffin. Now he's a pinpoint in that lineup. Tristan Thompson playing for that new contract, which I think Cleveland will pay this guy. Uh, Kyrie, Kyrie Irving stepping up his game, uh, finally making it to the playoffs. Not His first time in the playoffs, he's making it to the NBA Finals. He's so broken up and down because he ain't never played this many games in this season <laughs> where it actually <laughs> mattered, where it actually, you know, but he's limping his way there. He's figuring it out. LeBron James and Mike Miller, James Jones, Sean Marion, these guys are champions. So you kind of got, you know, a group of champion guys, you know, who yeah, has that. Experience versus none. Exactly. But that none experience. They have built a chemistry powerhouse that cannot be reckoned with, which is scary. Exactly. That's why I cannot wait to watch game one. Game. I, I hope this series goes seven games. I haven't even made a prediction yet, but I'm leaning towards Cleveland because they have that championship you know, mentality. They've been there. Steph Curry and them, they got a lot of injuries going on. Blake, uh, Clay Thompson got knocked in the head. You know, he thrown up after a game, couldn't drive home, concussion-like symptoms. You've been there, Chiefs. That's you know you then you got to play again in a year or in a week, and you know it, he's a big pivotal you know person in that Golden State lineup. So I I'm I'm ready for this final. I, I love this finals matchup. I hope this finals matchup happens continue. I'd rather watch Steph Curry in the finals than Kevin Durant. I don't know. I'm not taking anything from it. It's just watching that little guy. I mean the You're way right, he stole man. the Side. NCAA tournament into what he's doing to the NBA now. He's an exciting piece. He's he's the number one thing to watch in the NBA when it comes to basketball. Yeah, he's almost about to be the new face of the NBA. Or they're starting, in my opinion, starting to push him as the face of the NBA. Right. Even They even got his daughter involved now. His daughter going to be in movies, I guarantee you, by next yeah. year. <laughs> She's going to be having her own Man, contracts. I definitely can understand, you know, why you say what you say, though. I mean, it's just, I mean, you're right. I mean, point blank period. That's, those are facts that you just you know, pointed out, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's just, like I said, man, this is going to be a championship for the ages, if you ask me, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, you <laughs> haven't really, you never really, you, you haven't had, uh, you know, even though the, even though the Cleveland wasn't number one in the East, you haven't really had a number one and number one team, you know, really wanting to go back and, you know, really duke, duke it out, like, like these two teams can, you know, they, they both play defense. They both, I mean, you got the best player in the world on one team. You got the MVP of the league on another team. Like, you know, it's just, it's going to be a great, it's going to be a great one, man. I yeah. like it. It's just, like I said, uh, I think, uh, you know, in my opinion, uh, Cleveland does too much one-on-one, you know, a, a big percentage of their points do come from one-on-one isolation. Okay. And that's just not gonna, and that's just not gonna win you the championship. No, not at all. Um, but I mean, think about it. Uh, this guy LeBron, man, he's been doing it one on one. I mean, this whole I know series, he's been doing it. It's scary. <laughs> you know, we've been we've been waiting for this LeBron since day one, which is which is not fair. You know, he he, he was young back <laughs> then. It, it just was not fair. Everybody was on this guy, like man, take over. He didn't understand that. It takes time. Kobe Bryant was the only one who I know. Who would take those big time shots at the end of the game at a young age? And be like, I don't care. I'm, I'm gonna be great, which was amazing. You know, it took Jordan time, but um, you know, LeBron is finally there. He's finally, you know, he's, man, uh, he really is though. He finally gets it. Yeah, he, he's finally getting, it. and it's scary because you know, I'm watching game after game. I'm like, all right, LeBron, he going to start passing this ball. You know, you just used to seeing that, but now this after season series after series, 
he's really putting this on his back, and it's it's a great deal to watch. It's, it's fun to watch greatness. I mean, the way he takes over a ball game is amazing. But like we're saying, in a different limelight, the way Steph Curry takes over the game, it's it's amazing as well. It's good to see, you know, the way he take it over. It's, it's crazy. You know, you got two different, you know, game lifestyles. So it's it's crazy to see that. You're right. You're right. And this is I can't wait for this series. I, I'm not <laughs> going to you. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be an exciting thing to watch. Uh, other news around the NBA real quick. I mean, you know, you got Dwight Coward. I mean, Howard. Um you know, said it right the first time. All right, just making sure you understood that. <laughs> well, he, he got a suspension coming up from you know his slap of the face towards uh, Andrew Bogut after his after the last game. He came out saying, uh, you know, even how the season turned out, I feel like I'm still a champion. Uh, pause on that. Uh, <laughs> what, what, it kind of defines Dwight Howard. It it does, and that and that pretty much put it all in perspective. Thank you, Dwight. Like. I, I can't stand that guy. I mean, I used to be a huge fan when he was in Orlando. I was rooting for him. Somebody bring him talent. Bring some. Somebody bring this guy help. But he, he doesn't deserve it, man. He he, he, doesn't. he doesn't. And it, it's a shame, you know, a guy like a head coach like Kevin McHale who played with Larry Bird, who was a he was a true big man in his day and era, Hall of Famer, has to deal with a guy like Dwight Howard. He sees the. T- I know he sees that talent and the efforts that he's getting out of him. I mean, it's ridiculous and it's it's embarrassing. I've just accepted the fact that, you know, not everyone wants to be great. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can't, you really can't determine, you know, the fight in a person. I mean, that's just something, even though, like, we see all the potential, mm-hmm. you know, if that, just like, you know, if that person doesn't see it or if that person doesn't want it, he's mm-hmm. not, he or she is not going to go get it. Mm-hmm. And Dwight Howard's fine with that, honestly. He mm-hmm. wants to just play defense, you know, get oops, and, you know, complain and cry and, you know, be in the media. That's what he does. That's Dwight Howard. And, you know, we've we seen his true colors. He's been in the league, what, almost 10-plus years now? Uh, he, he got drafted in 04, yeah, the year after LeBron, so, yeah. Yeah, so 10-plus years. Like, so we know, we we know, we, I, I've, we, we see his true character, his true personalities, you know, over the years of the NBA and, I've just accepted that's him. You know, I'm, I accept him for what he is at this point. He's not He's not going to be the great that we want him to be, mm-hmm. you know, because he doesn't want to be that great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, and, he's a coward, you know, man. And, he's a coward. And that's just what it is. <laughs> it's sad. It's sad, man. It, it is sad. It's sad. It, it's very sad because when Shaq, when you, when you, when you want to claim that you're Superman mm-hmm. and try to steal the nickname from Shaq, mm-hmm. and, but you don't want to live up to those standards, then you don't you're not you're, you don't deserve to be called Superman. You don't deserve to. I mean, when your player when your when your peers are starting not even want to play with you, uh-huh. then it, it's a problem. Yeah. See, we got a minute before before we uh, get off the show here, Cheese. And speaking of Superman, you a uh, you a Laker fan, man? You a big time Laker yeah. fan? What, yes, what's what's yes, going yes. on? What's going on in L.A.? What, what's next? Um, you know, man. You know, just <laughs> let me hear. Let me hear this excuse. Come on. I ain't no, you know me. I'm very factual. You know, it ain't no excuse. They got the number two pick. Geez, come on, let me hear. Hey, I mean that ain't gonna help us. We need more than that. We in a western. We we in a western conference. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it, uh, it's definitely gonna help. You know, but you know, in my opinion, uh, Lakers, you know, won't really turn around until Kobe gets out of there. You know. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank ball game. That's what I want. Yeah. 
you my guy. Uh, you know, you my it, guy. It's, it's, his time. <laughs> it's his time. You've done what you've done, you know. Mm-hmm. It's time to, you know, move on. Uh, right. I think this will be his last year. You know, I think he's just really just playing just to see if he can still do it. Yeah. You know, because you know, of the competitive nature of Kobe. Mm-hmm. But I think he knows his body is giving him all the signs at this point. Right. Like, you know, it's time to, you know, shut this down. You've been doing this for a while at a very high level for a very long time. So. Yep. All right, man. Hey, thank you for calling in the show, man. We appreciate you calling in, Cheese, man. You know you're a good friend, family of the show now, man. Now you in there with us. So appreciate you calling in, brother. Like all the way from Indiana, we appreciate that. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Me on. Enjoy your weekend. I hit you up. You know, we'll talk a little bit. Uh, you know, we got we got some work to do between me and you. So I'll talk to you about that. But thank you for calling in, Kwame Lasher, uh-huh. Sports Talk Show. Demi right. uh, Lachey, thank you, uh, Cheese Bro, once again. Cheese calling in. Uh, you listen to Kwame Lasher Sports Talk. Have a good weekend. We'll see you Monday. for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.